Hi, thanks so much for joining us. We're happy to bring you today an interview with Dr. Wang. He is a neurosurgeon and currently with us here in Sarasota, Florida at RE3 Healing Institute. You are really going to be impressed by this physician and surgeon and incredible human being. And I can't wait to share more information with you all about RE3 Institute Healing, Aesthetics, Wellness, they got it all. Enjoy. Hello, and thank you so much for joining the podcast today. I'm very happy to be in the lovely Sarasota in a very special place called RE3 Healing Institute. We have a very, very special guest for you today actually very, very special. Um, if you read about this physician in particular, you will see how well-respected he is. And I have had the great pleasure of getting to know him briefly over the last few weeks. And I think that you're going to be um, very excited to see all of the innovation that is happening here in Sarasota, Florida. Who knew, right? So uh, let me introduce you to Dr. Wang, uh, Associate Professor of Neurosurgery. And then some, we'll put all of your information in the bio because it's a lot to talk about. We'll just put those words up on uh, the board for everybody to read when they when they join us on the podcast today. So say hello to the audience and, and let's get into some conversation today. Hello and uh, thank you, Sharon, for your kind words. And um, I am, um, I'm all yours. All right, I'm excited. All right, so there is a story behind everything, which is what I love the most. I always wanna know why somebody chose to move to Sarasota from Chicago, from Illinois, um, because I moved here from New York, and I think some people are surprised that I would leave a big, booming city to come to a place to do something um, innovative like yourself. So why don't you let everybody know um, what what led you here? Um, thank you. That's um, that's a very very good question. Um, we it took us three years to contemplate um, what we would like to do and uh, and why we would like to do certain things and when we were in Illinois um, we were in Urbana-Champaign where the University of Illinois headquarters mm-hmm. is um, I was very happy um, educating medical students um, graduate students um, had a very robust research program um, worked with um, a Beckman's Institute of Technology, um, and I was very happy with that my patients were, were all very good people, mm-hmm. and they um, very hardworking, very honest, um, very down-to-the-earth culture. That's, mm. that's very compatible with my personality, um, not flamboyant, um, very real. Although today your suit is magnificent. Oh, thank you. There's a wonderful striped suit on today. Thank you. Looks fabulous. Thank you. (laughs) Too bad they can't see, but we'll show them a picture. Thank you, Sharon. We should also uh, mention that you're a neurosurgeon. I would assume that's an important piece of who you are today. Yes, I am (laughs) board certifying neurosurgery. I um, um, I was uh, tenured with uh, uh, neurosurgery as associate professor of neurosurgery. Um, um, after I, after our group left uh, Urbana-Champaign, um, we continued to carry the academic titles. Um, it switched to become adjunct. 
So the reason we were contemplating at the time, it took us three years to contemplate on that, is we have noticed a very um, problematic um, trend in the field of medicine in, in the United States. Uh, the trend is such that um, um, all the procedures, all the medical treatments are kept completely opaque in terms of its um, actual price tag to the society. And then we feel that that's inappropriate um, because um, patients are entitled to know um, and then it's a service regardless of uh, the differences between you going to grocery buying a, a pound of strawberry versus you go to emergency department um, to get your fever checked out. Mm. Um, there is much difference but is also there is some similarity so I think every I wouldn't call it collaboration I would call it um, um, I don't know if of appropriate word but it's not positive mm. basically I feel that um, insurance companies um, pharmaceutical companies and then device companies um, and the hospitals the big players are gang together to keep the service cost opaque to the general public um, and then they all benefit from it except um, except the consumers which are the patients so in order to change that one would have to be delusional to think a few physicians is going to make a difference but nonetheless it's the collective effort and collective focus uh, from everyone and it starts with an individual person. So we decided to, to leave the system. We decided to do something um, that would be a potential pathway towards um, keeping everything more transparent and emphasizing not a event-driven care system, which means that it's occurrence-driven. That means you come, you have a fever, I give you a medicine, I charge. You come, you have a brain tumor, I do a brain surgery, I charge. You come, you have a, a diabetic leg that needs to be amputated, I charge. Mm. It, it, it needs to take the entire philosophy of disease-specific healing to the level of individual healing. And then you can do that at a much more preventive fashion than wait until the event occurs. Now elevating beyond individual healing, then we're talking about healing the community and healing the society. Again, one would be delusional to think one's effort would be making much of a difference, but one becomes a collective force. Um, so you have to always start with the individual person. So let's talk about your wonderful collaboration that you have right here. Um, there are other wonderful neurosurgeons here within your practice and and wonderful providers let's let's introduce them so and and i love the fact that you took three years actually because it would take three years to do something so bold to break out of the corporate model and and try something that could be more beneficial for the actual patient so i'd like to commend you for that before we go any further and, um, and maybe we can talk about uh, a special lady named Dr. Bonnie Wang. Thank you. Dr. Bonnie Wang is, um, we are married. Um, she's, she's very special to me, and she's also special to her patients, to her family, to her friends. 
Um, she's um, she was a physical therapist before she graduated. Um, um, uh, uh, after she after afterwards she pursued medical school at University of Illinois, and then she furthered her training in internal medicine, and then did advanced training at University of Pennsylvania. So she's a um, a, a wonderful member of our team. And then we have um, William Olivero, who has mentored my growth. Mm. Um, you know, in in, uh, in in Chinese culture, there is a there is a saying, um, "Mentor for one day, father for life." Mm. So I have been very loyal to him um, for the past twenty years. Wow! Um, and he's a full professor of neurosurgery. He's taught a lot of residents, educated um, many many medical students. Um, and then he's also mentored Dr. Arash Fawar, who um, had his MD, PhD from University of Illinois, who did advanced training at University of Miami, including the Miami Project with stem cell. And then he also did his neurosurgery training uh, in Rochester, New York. So that's four of us. We relocated as uh, three families and uprooted uh, not only our families, but also we, um, we have our current practice manager from the same area. We have our nurse practitioner from the same area, and we also have our surgical assistant from the same area. So we truly relocated as a pack. It's amazing. Um, I've mentioned this before, uh, especially amongst your staff when having great discussions with everybody about how rare it is to find a group that wants to move out of state together, uh, relocate and transition their whole lives really for the better good and uh, and I also love the fact, just knowing that the the, lo- the lovely young ladies that work up front have all worked um, in the surgery arena and really have this great affinity for patient care. Um, it's always the, the first thing that they mention, which is it's truly uh, a wonderful place of healing when you have those dynamics all together. So it's not just the physicians that feel that way, but it's the other staff members as well. It's a, a, a great um, it's a great start to something that can only grow and flourish because it starts with doing good for the world. Thank you, Sharon, and, and so well put. Um, we're fortunate and privileged to have a wonderful team, and then we all share the same affinity for patient-centered care, and that's also why um, you know even 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 everybody um, in the team has the same set of principles and that's why we we feel that we're all contributing to 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 other human beings who are um, unfortunate enough to seek assistance from us uh, during moments of their life in Mm. crisis yes and that's um so let me why did you pick sarasota and in that, particular right that's actually <laughs> a very good question so it, it dr arash favar uh, his father is a retired orthopedic surgeon uh, who did 40 some years of orthopedic practice in chicago mm. and then he has had a place on siesta key for well over Beautiful. 40 years mm. and dr favar was spent uh, several weeks a year growing up yeah. so he's familiar with this area and then second um you know, he has small children that his his parents being here is mm-hmm. a huge advantage yes. of, of, for, for the children. And third, this area, no matter how you look at it, is an area with wealth. Mm-hmm. And then and then we are interested in introducing disruptive um, disruptive techniques, 
technology and infrastructure, um, anytime you want to introduce something new, mm-hmm. it requires infusion of wealth. And that is a very, um, very practical thing to consider. Um, anything that's going to be disruptive and challenging the conventional system has to be in an area to start an area with wealth. I agree completely. I also agree that this is a, although this is a, a wonderful place of healing, it's also a business, you know, and when you are deciding on where you're going to set up shop, so to speak, you really have to understand your demographic. And when I see practices start in places that don't cater to their specific specialty, it leaves me, it leaves me wondering what type of due diligence was, was done prior. And I think that you're absolutely right. I think that this area is prime for um, innovation and has a lot of people. I mean, there's Ringling is here. Um, there's the East West College of Medicine is here in Sarasota. There's there's just a lot of um, there's a lot of people doing things that are just different, and you really have to be in that sector in order to thrive. So I think that you chose a great place. Thank you. I can't <laughs> agree more because this area is a jam in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. It's very progressive. Yes. Um. Um. And then, state of Florida is different from California or New mm-hmm. York, um, but Sarasota has diversity um, and a very, very rich in culture, um, fairly unusual for its size. Right. Um, it still has a lot to do um, at, at, at some level with the concentrated wealth, mm-hmm. um, but also has a lot to do um, also with the local population that are simply more progressive um, in, their, in, their, in their thoughts. Well, I would really love to segue now into talking about this wonderful space you've created for aesthetics. Um, I think that, I mean, I know you can't see the place, everybody, but I will have it up online. Um, Obviously, they are online themselves. I'll have all that contact information so you can take a look yourselves. It really is a a very well-thought-out space. It's beautiful. There's a, a peaceful sense when you come in because aesthetics and wellness and healing um, all go hand in hand along with what you have created for healing of patients that are suffering with whatever conditions they come in with, with brain and spinal cord tumors and all of um, those very difficult procedures that you have to um, attend to. But I, I know you have something very special and unique here that I've yet to come across myself. So I'd love to give everybody some insight first to just the aesthetics itself and um, the program that you have designed, and then also this 360 uh, procedure that you have and have innovated here for the people of Sarasota and beyond. Thank you, Sharon. So um, because we are transitioning um, from a disease-specific treatment philosophy into an individual level of healing, so naturally um, physical appearance is very critical for um, everyone's sense of well-being um, and so aesthetics naturally becomes the forefront of that first step and then the wellness concept has to clearly embrace the body and mind um, and the mind and body are clearly not exclusive of each other they're inclusive so when the body is well it supports the mind and vice versa when both are well 
it clearly gives you a perpetuating strong cycle of um, well-being moving forward. So um, aesthetics naturally becomes the forefront and we, we are emphasizing not only the traditional aesthetic um, procedures but also the regenerative aspects so that people would, would find themselves um, again looking like their more youthful self rather than, rather than um, uh, the traditional techniques sometimes are, are um, criticized for creating something that's not necessarily uniquely you. Um, but we certainly um, uh, cherish those thoughts and then, and then emphasize the possibility of natural healing, anti-aging. Those concepts don't have to be uh, introduced in an arbitrary way. They can be introduced in a very organic, natural, regenerative way. So that's sort of our emphasis on creating a beautiful you, but that's simply a reflection of more youthful you. I like that. I also, um, I brought this up to Tiffany, your wonderful administrator here today. I was um, shopping in Publix the other day. And, you know, when you're in line and you look and see what they have while you're waiting for them to, reg- you know, go through the register and add up all those items that are way overpriced, I found a magazine called Spirituality and Health. Now, I would say... Five years ago, we would never see something like that. Um, I would I would say that um, there's been this real push for mindset and healing of the whole body, more so now than ever because of what you spoke about in the beginning, that we have a system that is really built for chronic disease and not for prevention. And I think within the scope of prevention comes this wonderful place when you feel better in your mind you want to obviously look better in your body and the aesthetics are a huge piece of that no matter what anybody uh, would say to you know discourage this conversation it really is about how you feel on the inside and you will project something better when you feel better and when you look better people will treat you a certain way you will feel better um, making the next move maybe to another job or when you move away or you're dating. And I think that having it within an organization or an institute that um, has neurosurgeons, dare I say that's uncommon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, thank you, Sharon. I understand the, the uniqueness of this, but actually when we do neurosurgery, uh, I personally went through plastic training for about a year um, because when we do neurosurgery, um, you know, in the old days when uh, mortality was so high, people's right. concern was merely surviving the surgery, get rid of their brain tumor, not getting paralyzed. Mm-hmm. They didn't put so much attention on how the patient would look right. afterwards. So we had fairly grotesque-looking patients, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, unfortunately, as part of the surgical outcome uh, nowadays you know if you look in look at the mirror you see a sick self uh, you feel sick mm-hmm. um, at a deeper level and then so we try to enhance the healing by first um, having you look into mirror and see that you look normal yeah 
despite a brain intervention, despite something that's so invasive. Mm-hmm. So that has a lot to do with the understanding of how the muscles work, how the symmetry is. And then so that is something that's been more and more commonly introduced into brain surgery. So you can see patients after brain surgery, they will come through, they're not shaved. Yeah. They, 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 they cover the, the little trim of uh, incision with their hair and then they look like they haven't had a brain surgery at all. Mm. And so that is, that is a different emphasis at an individual level beyond the disease level. So aesthetics actually, actually is very much part of neurosurgery as well. Mm. So for example, when you do a neck surgery and then when you go through the anterior approach, which is a very common approach, would you concern that your patient wouldn't, would feel embarrassed to hide that scar? Sure. Or would you like to have the scar barely visible? Mm-hmm. And so that is something that we can now have the luxury to consider because the surgical techniques have been so refined and the instruments that we use, the microscope, mm-hmm. the minimal invasive approach have allowed us to start to go into what used to be considered luxury consideration, but now it becomes a standard routine consideration that how do your patients feel and how do they look? Yeah. And they are, both elements are very important for a successful healing. Yes, and healing of the mind for sure. Well, I love that. Um, I know that you have introduced a, a, a wonderful number of services here on the aesthetic side. Um, the regular Botox and Juvederm. You have some uh, wonderful uh, pieces of equipment to help, you know, when we might have put on a few pounds and we want to we want to look a little better in our dresses or in our, our striped suits that, you know, you're wearing right now. I think that it's um I think it's a wonderful parallel and I also um want to say I have been in this industry for 20 years and I've I've worked in all different specialties which I'm I'm very happy that I've been able to see um so many different uh approaches to healing. What I have noticed though is in this uh many spa world that there's there's really not a lot of um physicians that always get to be on site. Um and I think that having you here to to really treat the whole patient, not just their physical appearance on the aesthetic side, but that you're here for consult, whatever it is they might need. You know, when I look around your office, I see a lot of um, words that pop out, one of them in particular being brain, right? And it all starts in our minds. So I think that you've made a really great decision to bring together a place of healing that may start with the brain, but ultimately um, walk through our whole, our whole body entirely. So um, will, you, will you tell everybody about this um, 360 innovation that you've brought to this wonderful community of Sarasota? Uh, thank you, Sharon. So um, 360 is, uh, is a program that we use the name 360 um, because we truly um, are creating and offering a, a, a fully comprehensive program to incorporate the concerns, concerns at the mind, at the body together into full circle. And it has a variety of different components to it. 
but it emphasizes on bridging the mind and body together to optimize healing. So a lot of times the saying about if you're beautiful inside and it will reflect um, and then you will be, you will be, you'll be beautiful outside. Well, that's a saying. You got to meet it mid midway. So you you can you can go from outside and go from inside, and then that's how you accomplish your goal. It's almost in a joke way that if you want to win lottery and you pray to God, that's that make it happen, and you're very faithful in all your praying activities. Mm-hmm. But you do have to buy a lottery ticket. You have to take some kind of action. You right? kind of have to meet <laughs> midway. So so our our approach is always respect. Um, the mind and body, uh, even though we understand mind uh, dictates a lot of things, uh, your psychological well-being is, is, is crucial uh, for your peace, um, for your tranquility, and for your happiness. But at the same time, there are things perhaps less time-consuming, perhaps more effective if you start with your body. Mm-hmm. And so that is why when you say, okay, let's do some ultrasound Ultra shape, um, use the ultrasound energy to shave off um, um, some contouring, doing some nice contouring, get rid of some of the love handles. And once you see benefits, you become so much confident about your journey towards a better self. You become so much confident in, in motivating yourself to stay with a healthy diet, uh, stay with a good exercise program. But you need those initial motivation factors is no different from one exercising in front of mirror why you're you're trying to witness the benefits mm. and you're trying to provide yourself with encouragement so those are necessary steps to encourage you to stay with the journey of getting better and that journey obviously is not easy if it's easy everybody will be all well <laughs> um, because it takes time takes effort most importantly, it takes self-discovery. So how do you start that? Let us help you. And that is what the intention of the program. It does not complete the job for you, mm. but it gets you start in an optimal way so you will be so confident and motivated and encouraged to continue the journey of self-discovery, self-healing, and towards the ultimate goal of wellness. I love it. Well... I hope everybody comes and and sees this extraordinary institute that you've all created. And I look forward to continuing the conversation another time. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. And thank you again for bringing this wonderful innovation here to Sarasota, Florida. Thank you very much, Sharon. Thank you, everybody, for your time. Thank you. Thanks.